imagine that your attachment style is like a blueprint that outlines how you want to build relationships with others. And just like that blueprint of a house, your attachment style will form your preferences, your expectations, and what your tendencies are when you're connecting with people. Now, imagine that you are now about to put together this construction project. You want to build something that's beautiful and sturdy and something that's going to stand the test of time. So if there's a hurricane coming through or a tsunami, you're going to be absolutely fine in this house. But in order to do this, you need to know the details of the blueprint. You need to understand the design, the materials you're going to need, and the strategy that will give you this ideal house, right? So similarly, when it comes to building healthy relationships, you want to understand your attachment style. You see, without the knowledge, you're probably going to find yourself relying on ineffective strategies to connect with others. You're going to repeat the same patterns that you've re- you've had in the past relationships that just don't work. And you're constantly going to be asking yourself, what am I getting wrong? You're going to feel blocked from forming these really close bonds because you don't yet understand what your attachment style is and you can't quite appreciate the other attachment styles around you because everyone's got an attachment style. Now, by getting to know your attachment style, then you gain insight and you can approach relationships differently where you're going to feel safe and you're going to feel secure in the relationship. It won't be dependent on how the other person shows up in that relationship. Knowing your attachment style is also going to help you to be more aware of how to communicate with others and how you can adjust your behavior. And in doing this, you also develop better coping mechanisms for those times when it gets to be a little too overwhelming, when your emotions can lead to stress. So pretty much the more you understand about your attachment style, the better equipped and ready you're going to be for building stronger and lasting relationships with the people that you care about. In this podcast of The Heart of the Matter, I want us to look at why we've never really heard much about attachment styles before, how learning about your attachment styles can help in your relationships, and what the traits are. Further in this podcast, we're going to list 12 traits of each attachment style, and perhaps you're going to see yourself in one, and you'll probably be able to see your partner or your ex-partner in another one of them. But before we do that, I want to remind you that you, if you haven't as yet, please subscribe to this channel. We're going through attachment styles from when and how they're formed to how not understanding and appreciating your attachment style 
affects your relationships, how you can change your attachment style and heal. So we're going through the entire gamut of it. If you haven't subscribed as yet, I would encourage you to do that now. But before we continue into the traits and how you could see yourself in them, I want to do something that I promise I'll try really hard not to make boring. It's a little bit about the history of attachment style. So I've prepared you. It's not going to be long. Attachment theory and attachment styles, it's pretty much, it's new. It's only gained popularity in recent years. I'd say about 10 years. It's a little complex. We're still trying to understand it, but it's becoming more uh, widespread. It's um, talked about a lot because people are beginning to see themselves in the attachment styles. And when they've recognized that when they learn their attachment styles, their relationships, dynamic of their relationships, understanding their partners becomes a little easier. Um, Additionally, some people may be resilient to the idea of exploring their attachment styles because it's not really comfortable to look deep into your soul and confront some of your own vulnerabilities or even looking into the past because attachment styles are, um, are created in our past, depending on if our caregivers or our parents were attentive and responsive um, and consistent to our needs. And sometimes it can be painful to go into the past and explore that. And that's it for our history class. See, it wasn't so bad. But let's recap what those uh, attachment styles are. There are four of them. There's the anxious preoccupied, the dismissive avoidant, the anxious avoidant, and the secure attachment, which is where we all want to move to, uh, to help you perhaps um, zero in on which you might be. Here are 12 traits of each attachment style. I would suggest you pull out a notebook and a pen and take notes, but you really don't have to because this episode is going to be on for a a bit and you could always come back and review and uh, try to figure out which one you are. Keep in mind that you may see yourself in an anxious attachment style. So you probably 10 out of 12 traits might be yours. And then you see two in an avoidant. Let's go towards which one you find more traits. So if you find 10 out of 12, you're in the anxious category and two, you're an avoidant, then we're going to lean more towards the anxious. Um, And you'll take that for the secure and the avoidance as well. Um, also, I want to caution you that this is not a diagnosis. This is just a guide to helping you understand yourself a little better. So let's get into it. These are 12 traits for the anxious attached style. This is some of the traits you may exhibit. Constantly seeking closeness with your partner and struggling with the fear of abandonment. Or maybe you feel anxious or nervous when your partner is away, or if they don't respond to your text messages or your calls in a really timely manner. You may get easily upset or hurt if you feel rejected or criticized. You may fear that your partner doesn't love you as much as you love them. There might be a tendency to overanalyze the relationship or your interactions with your partner. 
You may find that you keep playing over the relationship and conversations in your head over and over and over, especially replaying the negative interactions. You may tend to blame yourself every time something goes wrong in a relationship. There is a tendency to not trust your partner or anyone. You constantly expect people to betray you or abandon you. You also need reassurance, frequent reassurance and validation from your partner. You need to be reminded that they're there and they love you. You can be highly emotional or sensitive, and you may react when communicating with your partner. You might find that sometimes you think about something in the past, something that would have hurt you, and suddenly act it out in the present. You ask questions and you scrutinize your partner's words and actions, and you take it as signs of rejection. You may also sacrifice your needs and your wants to please or appease your partner, and you may not be very comfortable with tensions or disagreements in the relationship. You try to restore harmony in the relationship as quickly as possible. Those are the traits generally for someone of an anxious attached style. Now let's move on to the dismissive avoidant. Remember, you can always pause this, sit with it a little bit, and then continue. All right, now let's get back to dismissive avoidant attachment style. These are some of the signs they may exhibit. They tend to be emotionally self-sufficient, and they don't really rely on others for support. They struggle with intimacy and emotional connections and relationships. And in some cases, they don't even realize that this is how they act. They value independence. I find that a funny way of knowing uh, if an avoidant is independent or not, or if someone's an avoidant, ask them to carry their bags. You'll, You'll be surprised. Most of the times they'll say no, even if they're struggling. They may dismiss emotional needs of others and they have difficulty. They may have a history of early childhood experiences where their needs were not met. Their emotional needs were not met. They can come across as aloof, detached, and cynical towards love and relationships. You'll find in a lot of cases, if you ask them if they've ever been in love, they'll say something like, oh, I don't know. Or are you in love? Oh, I don't know what that is. They can often suppress their emotions. And in some cases, they may not even be aware of what they're feeling. They may be critical of those who express their feelings or are vulnerable. You'll find that sometimes they think of it as a weakness. They have a big fear of being controlled or losing their independence in a relationship. They may be hesitant to get close to others and they have trust issues. So you'll find that it's very difficult for them to open up because it's very difficult for them to trust anyone. They may struggle with commitment and they have a big fear of abandonment. They prefer casual or non-committed relationships And that is to avoid intimacy and emotional vulnerability. Now let's move on to the anxious avoidant attached style. This is a combination of the anxious and the dismissive avoidant. 
There are people who want closeness, but are also afraid of getting hurt. They have a fear of rejection and abandonment. They have difficulty trusting others. They tend to avoid emotional intimacy. They are scared of being vulnerable. They have difficulty expressing their emotions. They perceive a lack of emotional support from others. They tend to think that they've got to go this on their own. They're insecure in relationships. They tend to isolate themselves when they're stressed. They sometimes feel unworthy or they're locked in a lot of self-doubt. They have difficulty setting boundaries and standing up for themselves. They tend to overthink and they dwell on negative experiences in relationships. And they have difficulty in accepting help or emotional support from anyone. Now, we all want to move into a more secure, attached style person. And here are 12 traits. They trust easily and deeply. They are comfortable with emotional intimacy. They're able to maintain healthy relationships with both romantic partners and close friends. They have a positive self-image and a confident sense of self. They express their emotions in healthy ways without fear of vulnerability. They communicate their needs and desires assertively and without fear of rejection. They are independent and self-reliant, but also they're okay with asking for support when they need it. They have empathy and they understand what others feel and their emotional needs, and they try to step in and help when needed, but they're okay with respecting space as well. They're willing to compromise and they negotiate in conflicts without sacrificing their own needs or their beliefs. They have a strong sense of self-worth and they're not dependent on external validation because they know who they are and they can validate themselves. They handle stress really well. They welcome criticisms because they can grow and they are resilient in any circumstance. They are able to forgive and let go but they're also able to set healthy boundaries for themselves. Now, I know that was a lot, so I will let you sit with it. And remember, it's always a good idea to work with a therapist or someone in the field of psychology who is aware of attachment styles. And just a reminder, I am not a doctor or a therapist, and this is not a diagnosis. As a humanologist, my job is to understand you and what specific tools may work for you on your healing journey. And so I present to you the attachment styles, how you can understand who you are, and perhaps you'll see yourself here and try to move if you are someone more of an anxious attached or an avoidant attached, move closer to becoming a secure attached. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit about how you can heal your attachment style. I'll see you then. For now, if you'd like any uh, similar content, similar information, you can find them on my TikTok channel, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, and uh, subscribe to this, share it with your friends. And uh, until then, 
I'm Annalisa Bahadur. Thanks for listening. Thank you.